Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm Lily. We are so happy that you're here. Here at HBC, we believe that we can dream big because we serve a big God. And it doesn't matter what your past may look like, you still have a bright future. So open up your heart and receive. So this afternoon I came by. Um, I don't usually talk about things like this, but I think it would serve me well tonight to just uh, to mention it. So, you know, last Wednesday night we come in here and, and we figured out the, the fact of the matter was we needed to turn the gas off outside. That's all I'll say. And then since then I have met with the gas company and I've met with the, the, uh, the people that work on the units and everything. And it's been an ongoing thing since then. And, and today we still don't have a complete resolution, but we're supposed to have one. Uh, emailed to us in the morning and we're going to get it fixed and all that but I stopped by this afternoon and uh, I was going to come in here and turn some electric heater on, heaters on you know just to knock the chill out of the air and uh, well I did that and I plugged you know how much power them little old electric heaters take <laughs> and all of a sudden everything went black and so, uh, needless to say, at about 3.30 this evening, I was on top of a ladder up here trying to figure out how to get these lights back on. I was calling the, the support people for our stage lights, and they weren't answering. And, and uh, I finally called Shag. I didn't want to mess with him during the middle of the day, but I called him, and I said, hey, I need help. And so he came, and anyway, in the middle of that, I literally said, devil, you're an idiot. Because of what I'm preaching tonight, you're trying to mess with me. Now, some may say, don't blame the idiot devil for the things that you did. I say that sometimes too. But my point is, no, the devil didn't plug the wrong thing in. But he will use anything he can to rob your joy and to keep you from being thankful. He'll do everything in his power to stop you from saying thank you Jesus so right here in the middle of all that today we didn't have stage lights we didn't have sound system we couldn't get anything turned on for a few minutes and I just said thank you Jesus for a building that's paid for thank you Lord for all the good and I started just naming things that I was thankful for and you know what just in a few minutes we figured everything out and here we are tonight amen so I want to talk about being thankful when you don't feel like it. Has anybody ever not felt like being thankful? Don't raise your hand. I'm liable to thank it bad of you. No, I'm just kidding. Have you ever had a day that you just didn't want to be thankful? See, like the other night, I was at Carpenter's Middle School, and uh, we got beat. And Mason come up, and, and I, was just, I was just waiting for him to gloat. And I was just so nice to him. I said, hey, Mason, how you doing? And, and I could tell it. It was just right on the tip of his tongue. And he was, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And he's bouncing, I'm good, I'm good. You're not too good, though, are you? <laughs> and he started pounding. Just I didn't do anything to him. And he just, but you know what? I was still thankful that I got to see him. I really was. But. My point is, there's all kinds of things, little things, unimportant things, big things, very important things. 
that will steal your joy, steal your contentment, steal your consistency, steal your thoughts of gratitude, and you'll say, well, I ain't got nothing to be thankful for. When you may be driving your thankfulness or living in your thankfulness or getting to work on your thankfulness, the thing that you should be thankful for. Tonight, I want us to take a second. Yes, we're in the thankful season. We're in Thanksgiving season. And instead of always thinking about what we're going to eat on Thanksgiving, why don't we take a minute tonight and focus on those times, because we've all got them, that we wasn't thankful and make a declaration tonight that it doesn't matter what comes or goes. It doesn't matter if I feel like it or don't feel like it. I'm going to be thankful anyway. If my team wins, I'm going to be thankful. If they lose, I'm going to be thankful for something. If, if, if the lights go out, I'm going to be thankful for something. And then when they come back on, I'll be thankful for that, right? Because when you live in a, in a, a spirit of thankfulness, your faith is on the edge of moving mountains at all times. Your faith is fueled by thankfulness. Your faith is absolutely built up by your gratitude because the only way that we can really have true gratitude in our heart is to know that he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords and it doesn't matter what's going on around me, I'm still the winner. Amen? So I've got a few things I want to share with you. And the first one is in James, the first chapter in the 17th verse. James 1:17, it says, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and the sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation. Aren't you glad that he don't change? There is no variation in him. No rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning, for he is perfect and never changes. Here's the first thing I'm going to tell you. If you're writing notes, write this down. Acknowledge the source of all good things. Have you ever heard anybody say, all good things come from God? It's actually pretty simple. If it's good, I give God credit. If it's bad, I give the devil credit. Amen? Because I promise you, if it's good in your life, Satan is not producing it. Even when you don't feel thankful, it's essential to recognize that everything we have comes from God. Gratitude begins with acknowledging Him as the ultimate source of blessings in our life. Despite the circumstances, despite the situation, God's love and His faithfulness are always constant. Have you ever been in a relationship or maybe worked for someone or, I don't know, lived in some way in your life that things were inconsistent? It, it's a lot. I mean, showing up for work is a big part of being there, right? Being present in your marriage is a big part of being a good husband or a wife. God never changes. He never leaves. We deal with inconsistencies from people, but the book of Numbers says that he's not a man. So therefore, despite the circumstances, he never changes. So when we shift our focus from what we lack to what we have, 
then we open up the opportunity for gratitude at any moment. So acknowledge the source of all good things. The second thing, write this down if you're taking notes. Reflect on God's faithfulness in your life. I don't necessarily advocate living in the past by no means. But there's something about if you're going through something and you're going through a situation to think back of a time that God brought you through. And to think about that and to start praising God for what he did. And then you remember that he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. When we find it difficult to feel thankful, it's helpful to look back on the ways that God's been faithful to us in the past. It says in Psalm 103 verse 2, Bless and affectionately praise the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget any of his benefits. Remember his past provision. If I come up against a situation today financially, I can remember past times that I didn't hardly have enough money to rub together, but because I've always been a tither. I've always been a tither. I promise you, there's been times that there's a story right up here on uh, just not too far from here um, I can't remember the name of the road right now anyway just right up here when LaDonna and I were the youth pastors of a church locally and man it was just oh it was it was tight it was really tight matter of fact it was gridlock sometimes but um, I remember this one in particular day that I mean we was broke I was working as much as I could um, she couldn't work because she was in and out of the hospital so much. She always worked, but at that moment, she was, she was having some physical struggles. And we didn't have any money. And I had been asked to preach at a little church, a Presbyterian, Cumberland Presbyterian church that her sister went to in Madisonville. And that evening, I got in from work, and I got ready, and um, she was driving. I believe is how I remember it anyway. And we pulled up and she said, I'm going to stop and see if there's a check in the mail. And I said, <laughs> yeah, right. That afternoon, she got out and she, because the mailbox was right there at the beginning of the, the complex. And there was a check for, I don't remember, several hundred dollars that the IRS said they had, that we had paid too much like the year before. First of all, how many times... Does the IRS say, uh-oh, we made a mistake? <laughs> At least in my life, that's not happened a lot. But that day it did. And I can think back about different situations like that. And it's like, why would I ever let fear take my praise? Why would I ever let circumstances take my thankfulness? Why would I ever stop? Because I can think of so many times in my life. And I believe that that's what the word means when it says, don't forget about the benefits. It encourages our heart to think about what he's done. It strengthens our faith. And by thinking back or recalling his faithfulness, I believe that we gain a broader perspective, if you would, and realize that he's worthy of our praise. 
He's worthy of the gratitude, regardless of the present circumstances. Somebody say amen. God is so good. Reflect on his, on his faithfulness in your life. The next thing, choose an attitude of contentment. I believe if Satan can, can get you to the point where you're always discontent, this person's not good enough to be in my life or they're not doing enough for me or, or this job is not good enough. And you know what? Change happens. And, and I'm not condemning change. But sometimes I believe that change is really not the answer. The answer is to be thankful for what you have and be content for a minute. In Philippians, the fourth chapter, verses 11 and 12, it says, Not that I speak of any personal need, for I've learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or uneasy regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get alone and live humbly in difficult times and I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I've learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. See, a lot of times gratitude comes from a spirit of contentment. You ever heard anybody say, well, you ain't happy with nothing. Well, guess what? Some people seems to have a hard time being happy with anything, right? It's a conscious choice to be satisfied with what we have. I'm going to say that again. It's a conscious choice to be satisfied with what we have. That doesn't mean that you're saying, I, you know, I'm just an old sinner. I'm going to say I'm saved by grace. I'm just going to thank God for my needs being met. He did. I didn't say any of that. We can be like, God, I'm expecting more. I'm expecting this. I'm expect we can live in expectancy. But when do we ever get to the place where we're thankful for what we have? See, I believe that we can, we can live. Personally, I live in a spirit of expectancy. I expect God to make me feel good, and, and I expect Him to get... Uh, Heather and I were talking about this today. Her, um, her nana is 88 years old, and I mean she is fired up all the time. She is just excited about life. And she told us today, we were visiting with her for a few minutes, and she told us today, she said, I don't feel no different than I did years ago. And, and she was just talking about, and you know, I told Heather, I said, I really don't either. If I look at my age, I remember that I'm 54, but, but I honestly, I believe it's being content with where we are and thanking God for what we have and then, you know what, just moving into the age and the area and the, the season of life as it comes and not, not get there before we're supposed to. Not get to the, the place of whatever it is you're expecting until it's God's time. God will bring into your life what you're asking for. I believe that. I believe he'll give. The Bible says knock and it'll be open. Ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll find. I believe that. But while you're doing that, you can also be thankful 
for what you have. I'm thankful today. When I bought the house that I'm living in, I said then, I probably won't live here forever. But you know what? I'm thankful for the house I have. I'm going to sell it one day and I'm going to make money. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the spoil of my labor. But right now, I am so thankful for the house I have. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, encourages us to learn the secret of contentment. I believe by focusing on the blessings we do have rather than dwelling on what we lack, I believe that is one of the keys to find joy and gratitude in every situation. Choose an attitude of contentment. Lastly, practice being thankful in all circumstances. You say, what do you mean practice? It takes practice. It takes It takes being intentional. Because when bad things happen, it doesn't come natural. It may come supernaturally, but it won't come natural. You ain't going to feel it because, see, we've got to get out of this mindset of, well, it's only natural. You know, you get this age, you just do this. It's only natural. Okay, but understand that you're really not a natural being. You're a supernatural being. You're a spirit living in a body and possessing a soul. I know that's, that's freaky to some, but study your Bible. That's what the Word teaches us. And in 1 Thessalonians, I've read this scripture so many times, and I'm so thankful for this scripture. It says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for that. Even when we don't feel thankful, we're called to give thanks in any situation. Even when gratitude shouldn't be the natural thing, I'm going to tell you, gratitude should not be dependent on our emotions. Let me say that again. Gratitude and thankfulness should not be dependent on your emotions. And it should not be dependent on the circumstance or the situation. It's a choice that we make to honor God and align our hearts with His will. So, when we intentionally practice thankfulness, our perspective changes. And when we start to see the blessings that when our, when our perspective changes, we then will see the blessings that we may have overlooked in another situation during difficult times. Because if you get your perspective right, that means you're going to be thankful no matter what's going on around you got two more things I want to lay on you and here they are cultivating a thankful spirit cultivating thankfulness period is a transformative practice that requires intentional effort because gratitude is not just a feeling 
I'm going to leave you with this. Gratitude is not just a feeling. It's a posture. It's a posture of your soul. It's a posture of your thinking. And you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you think each day, oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting what I deserve. I'm, people's not treating me like, it's like, shh. Quiet that natural feeling. Because you know what? Maybe you're not getting treated the way you should be. But that's not the that's not the need to stop being thankful. That doesn't give us a right to not be thankful because in the end, and I don't mean just the end of life, in the end of any situation, I'm an overcomer. Period. I may be looked over at a at, for a job promotion. But I'm an overcomer because God said that he has a will for me to prosper and be in health even as my soul prospers. So if I think of myself as the one that I'm, I'm an overcomer no matter if I get the position or not. I'm a winner no matter if I get the promotion or not. I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to live in health. I'm going to be prosperous. You know what? If I don't make money this way, God's going to open up an opportunity for me to start a business or, or create something or whatever. The Bible says that we have the power to get wealth. So if things are not going your way just right now, don't stop being thankful. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday night chapels at 6.30. We would love for you all to stay connected. So go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So, so join, join the, the fam. fam.